0: Hello and welcome to I Don't Know The Podcast, episode 56, Pet Psychics. We all love pets. You might have a dog, or a cat, or you might be a weird bird person who goes wandering around seeking attention with a bird on their shoulder. But whatever your pet is, have you ever wondered what it thinks? What's it trying to say to you? I guess the weird parrot people don't have to think about that because parrots talk. But... If you have a normal pet, you might be able to know what they think. Because there are people out there who can read your pet's minds. Pet psychics. Could these pet psychics really be talking to our furry friends? Even from beyond the grave? I don't know. Well, I kind of do. So listen on to find out what else I don't know about pet psychics. We have a family dog, a tiny Yorkshire Terrier. Sometimes when I'm working away, she'll stare at me and whine. So I'll make sure she has food and water and go back to my desk. She'll then come again and stare at me and whine. So I'll go to the back door and open it to see if she needs to go outside. She doesn't, and she continues to stare and whine and bother me. I'm not a dog, so I have no idea what a dog desires. All I can imagine is a dog wants food, water or a toilet. So why the hell is this dog still around when all three of those things have been offered? Well, that's where pet psychics come in. Apparently, they can telepathically connect with your pet and tell you what it wants to say in complete human English sentences.
1: contact these animals. Um, do they speak to you? <laughs> I wish. No. Um...
2: Oli, honey, did you hear about all of this? What do you think?
0: Now, he
3: loves the blue bucket, okay. he said, and Very good. he likes what you put in and Okay. And could he have another one?
0: There are quite a few pet psychics out there, and some have made it to almost celebrity status. One of the biggest names out there is Laura Stinchfield. She has a YouTube channel that has a modest 18,000 subscribers, but she also does the rounds on various daytime TV shows and channels with the word animal in their title. The first video I found was from something called The Animal Zone. Well, today on Animal Zone, we've got the pet psychic, Laura Stinchfield, and some wonderful guests, Michelle and Daniel, and their little bulldog, French bulldog, named Oli. Hi, Oli. Uh, look at those ears. <laughs> I'm all ears, right? Yeah. They're sitting around a table outside what looks like a Northern California winery. They're sipping expensive San Pellegrino bottled water while the host earshames shames Oli, the French bulldog. How old is Oli?
4: We think two or three. He's a rescue. Where
0: where did he come from? China. A Chinese French Bulldog?
1: Really?
4: Yeah. So Oli was rescued by the slaughterhouse survivors. They're this amazing group in China. Um, These three women that went to China to teach English and now they rescue dogs on the side. And he survived the meat trade.
0: Now, I'm not going to say Oli or his owners are lying, but I've seen the videos of all the dogs in crates and stuff. And of course, it's awful. But I've never seen a pedigree French Bulldog in those videos. The ones that you see in the videos all look like mutts. If I was a Chinese dog meat trader and I saw a purebred dog of any kind, I'd pull it aside and I'd sell it to a middle class couple. Have they any idea how much a French Bulldog goes for around here? Hundreds times more than their meat value. But anyway, they've just given Laura a good deal of info that she can use
2: so when he was in china was he in a cage like what was his life like there do you know
0: isn't she supposed to tell them
4: well we only we can only trace it back so far so we can trace it and uh, once he was with the slaughterhouse survivors they have kind of a rescue facility where he was out in a yard with dogs i mm-hmm. believe he was in a cage uh you know at night but that that was yeah. that was the good rescue yeah. they were the ones that got him cleaned up and do wonderful things Prior to that, we know that he was in a Chinese rescue of some sort, some sort of shelter, where the dogs are in much worse conditions, Mm. you know.
0: It's not nice to slur Chinese dog rescuers. They're doing their best. And all the while that they're talking to Ollie, Ollie is sitting on his man-owner's lap, and he's trying to catch flies in his mouth. They talk some more and basically give Laura the dog's whole life story.
4: Yeah, we would love to know what his life was like in China prior, prior to, getting, to the rescues. Prior to getting rescued by the slaughterhouse yeah. survivors. Okay. Anything else you want to know? Oh my gosh, a million things.
0: <laughs> uh,
4: we foster dogs, and so yeah. we want to know what he thinks of being a foster brother. Um, yeah.
1: He's from China. Uh, I took him to New York. He got to fly first class uh, <laughs> to New York City when Michelle was working out there.
0: Now, I hate these people. Have you any idea how much a first-class seat from Shanghai to New York costs? It's around 20 grand. And they're giving that to a dog? What the fuck is the dog going to do with unlimited champagne and caviar? He's not going to appreciate it. He's just come from a meat market in China. Even a hold would be a luxury to him. But finally, after getting every bit of info about Ollie fed to her, Laura starts the psychicking.
2: Ollie! Did you hear about all of this? What do you think?
0: No, I don't know why she's talking to him like a baby either.
2: What do you think about your life, first of all? Let's see, what's, what's your life like? He says that he has a really big, important job. And what is that job? What do you think your job is? To bring joy, he says his job is to bring joy to the camera. Oh. Okay, what else?
0: That's not a job. But I must say that since Ollie grew up in China, his English is very good.
2: Because he is an Instagram star. He's We're working right, on it. Yeah. He's up and coming. What, what, what else? Also to your family. He says it's a very important job to bring love to your family. Okay. Who taught you that? Oh, your ghost dog, Brulee? Oh.
0: A ghost dog? I have to mention that since Laura started grilling Ollie, his behavior hasn't changed. He's taken absolutely no notice of her and he's still trying to catch flies in his mouth.
2: I've often wondered. Yeah, so Bruly, your predecessor, huh? He, he says he teaches him all the time. Oh. So do you see him? You see him? Oh. He says he pretty much first told him where he can lay and what he can play
0: with. <laughs> oh. Oh, Ollie.
2: Did
4: he ever live in a home in China? Yeah, did, he did he ever you, have a Did you a ever
2: have, like, a home when you lived in China, or was it just at the shelters? The, the screeching home? He said he had a screeching home, which he didn't like very much. It kind of gives me the, the impression that whatever his home was, there was like some type of machinery mm. that made a noise.
0: I've been to China, and on the whole, it is a very noisy place. But I'd imagine one of the noisiest places around would be the dogmic place that we already know Ollie was rescued from.
4: That makes sense because when he came to us, he was so non-responsive to noise. We actually thought he was deaf. Oh, the vet thought he was deaf too. Yeah, I
2: think there was a lot of noise at that first home. It looks like maybe there was like a maybe there was like a machine shop or yeah. it was a fancy clothes shop. Like, what do you mean? Did they make fancy clothes or did they clean fancy clothes? What did they do with the fancy clothes?
0: Oh, now she's gone off road with this.
2: They made fancy clothes. Okay. Oh.
1: It's interesting because he has responded to some loud noises a couple times, and we speculated, is that the vehicle that picked him up?
4: Oh, yeah, we, we call it, as
2: like PTSD. He says, some dogs say to me, you're like really weird.
0: <laughs> well, he is still trying to eat flies.
2: He says that he wants to say something to animals. You want to say something to animals? He says he wants to tell all animals who are scared to trust their people and when you feel like you hear a loud noise he says to center yourself in your body and feel your mom and dad touch you Hmm. Hmm. and then you'll feel safer
0: who the fuck made ollie the spokes dog of all animals christ one trip in first class and he thinks he's the king yeah yeah he does well with the fireworks yeah
2: he did really well good job buddy
0: (laughs) a lot of dogs really don't like fireworks luckily our dog loves fireworks. She loves them so much, she barks excitedly at the top of her voice and runs around the house so fast that she smashes into walls. Hey, Daniel had asked where, where he'd like to go in the future. Oh, yeah, Like, he had a nice right. trip uh, to New York yeah. in first class. Yeah,
2: you, you got that, that great trip. Where would you like to go with dad? Do you want to go anywhere else? Oh, I want go He says he wants to go to that place with the big mountains and he has to wear a puffy coat.
0: <laughs> great. Okay. Do you
2: know where that is?
0: Well, we could take him up to Mammoth. Did you notice that? Laura said it was somewhere Ollie had already been. But the owners obviously haven't taken him anywhere like that. It was a reasonable guess. Rich people in California do go to the mountains and put dumb clothes on their dogs. But on realising she got it wrong, she quickly turns it around. Were you
2: watching something recently that looked cold? Oh my
4: gosh, he freaks out (laughs) at Apple TV screensavers. You know that they're always like the seals or the mountains. Like he watches TV and he responds. So do you have
2: one that's like a winter place? Like a mountain winter place? Yeah, you know sometimes it
4: comes on so he wants to go to the snow. Yeah. Maybe
0: he needs to come up to the sequoias this winter. It's not that far. There you go. He wants to wear a coat. A puffy coat. So he saw something cold and now he wants to wear a puffy coat. By the way, the dog still has not looked at Laura once, even when he's answering questions.
2: Oh, and he also wants to learn how to be on a floaty raft.
0: Great.
4: In okay. a pool. Does he want to like surf?
1: A pool. Oh, pool. You want to surf? We have, we have a new pool. Does what? he swim?
0: Do you have a new pool?
1: Her mom does.
2: Oh, my parents just oh, redid their pool. So, so want to go? he wants to go on a floaty raft okay. in there.
0: Laura, this has been so great. I yeah. can't believe it. I mean, I'm... I, I, Nor can I. You'd think that with her powers we'd be able to get an enlightening insight into the world from a canine perspective. But no, all we got was puffy coats and floaty rafts. One trip on first class and Ollie, who is white by the way, has become as middle class and entitled as his owners. One of the biggest names in the pet psychic world is Sonia Fitzpatrick. She's an English lady and a former fashion model who relocated to the US back in the 90s. She claims she's been able to talk to the animals since childhood. She also has a website selling books and seminars. It doesn't say how much her workshops cost, but I imagine they might be quite pricey. And I assume that because during my research, I found out that her net worth is over $11 million. And she seems to appear on a better quality of TV show than Laura. I found an appearance she made on Live with Kelly and Ryan. For non-US listeners, Kelly Ripper is like the American Holly Willoughby. And Ryan Seacrest, well, I think there's a clause somewhere that states Ryan Seacrest must appear on every TV show ever made in the US.
2: Did you ever wish that you could talk to your pet? Don't you want to know what your dogs and cats or critters are thinking when they pee on your rug?
3: Maybe, maybe not. Well, now's your chance to find out. Please welcome celebrity pet psychic and author of three books, animal communicator Sonia Fitzpatrick.
0: Yep three books those books are entitled what your animal tells me saying goodbye to your pet and there are no sad dogs in heaven
1: nice to see you can so you, can you I... tell what we're thinking or just pets
3: Oh, I don't bother with people. Pets are much (laughs) more interesting. What's the most rewarding part of your job? Oh, they always ask me that.
0: Making a sweet $11 off this shit, I imagine.
3: When sometimes I'm with clients, you know, they want to know why their animal is behaving in a certain Mm -hmm. way and they're they're confused, and often that's with rescue animals too. Ah. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that I love, sorting out problems so that the human companion can understand what the animal... Why it's behaving this way or why it's nervous, because a lot of animals are nervous. So I just like to sort those problems out for the human and the
2: animal. Okay, so, so before you read our dogs, yes. um, we've got a couple of other pets that are going in. Yes. now. Do you mind? No, right, don't. I'm I'm great. Great. Okay. okay, great.
3: Okay. We'll All right, the so Mario. our
4: first is uh, Annie with her human companion, Ed Holloway. <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> unexpected.
3: That's unexpected. Hi, Ed.
0: Hi. Oh, hey. Hi. Annie isn't a dog or a cat, Annie is a miniature goat. Hi, Annie. Can we pet
1: Annie? Sure. Okay. Very fresh. So do we be Are we quiet while you're...
3: No, no. No, no. Okay, She's can... fine. She's very intrigued. She loves being here. She's never done anything quite like this before, <laughs> she said. And she said, um, she well, we can all see she loves her food. Oh, and oh, she does. <laughs> yeah.
0: She best... What Annie doesn't tell Sonia is that she wants to take a massive crap on the floor of the studio. But... That is what Annie actually does.
3: Well, there you. Espresso beans anyone? <laughs> <laughs>
0: For anyone unversed in the various types of animal scat, the goat poop does look like large coffee beans. I wouldn't grind them
2: though. <laughs> impressive thing i've ever seen in my life
0: <laughs> but you, sonia you knew that was going to happen didn't you?
3: <laughs> no i didn't know that <laughs> no. oh please oh. do it again right now please, please. oh, wow. oh God. and she said she's good at chewing things
1: oh yeah oh
3: she yeah. said i've chewed up oh i'm used to that kelly
0: <laughs> <laughs> apart from not knowing about the massive dump sonia says annie loves food and is good at chewing things she's a fucking goat that's what goats do. Another thing goats do is shit a lot and Annie evacuates on the floor again, without telling Sonia.
3: Anything else? Yes. Any? She said, "I'm." she said I, you let her go wherever she wants to go. Yep. And she said she likes being in the house and she loves it when you open the fridge door.
0: Hardly an incredible insight into the mind of a goat.
1: So one of the questions I yes, had for on. you is she is an escape artist yes she can jump over fences under and no matter how high or how you secure it she gets out yes
3: well you you have to she said that she always she said that someone always finds me or i come back
1: (laughs) yes she does she
3: said everybody knows me where i live everybody knows me i'm very well known well she she leaves a trail yeah And (laughs) (laughs) and where is it that she likes to lie in the house
0: I guess Sonia doesn't want to answer why Annie keeps trying to escape. Then, um, on the
1: back porch,
3: she loves that place. And she, where's the beige carpet?
1: On the porch. Yes,
3: that's what she. That likes she likes to, to
1: soil, and she's not allowed on there.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, she says, I'm, and I'm very spoilt. And she said, everybody falls in love with me.
1: Um,
2: wow. you know? well, I
1: can see why. <laughs> <laughs> so we should, we're going
3: to yes. clean up for a second and we come back with uh, our yes, dogs. Our dogs, yeah, you're
2: going to read our
4: dogs. We're yes, reading after this.
0: Yeah. And that's it for the goat. She likes food, she likes to lay down, and she shits a lot. I already knew all that about goats. But they go to a break, and that's what we're going to do now. With a shameless advertisement for the I Don't Know The Podcast Patreon. Sign up to the I Don't Know the Patreon to find out what happened when I got a psychic reading Marvel at the psychic's attempts to guess my occupation Three times
1: You're travelling to forth. I think like you could be a driver as well Like a, um, like a yes. lorry driver When you import and export
0: and You drive long distance No Nope, I'm not a lorry driver be astounded by her fridge concerns.
3: Have you got something with no. no. the fridge? No. No, the fridge
0: is great. It's, okay. it's, a, it's,
3: it's a massive one. <laughs> <quite> <laughs> well. Okay, I've just been drawn to your fridge.
0: Gasp as she plumbs my hidden depths.
3: There, there's something that you're hiding in the background. There's a skill set. It's not quite.
1: You're not showing all of who you are.
0: Oh, do, do I know sorry. what that skill set is? Or?
1: Yeah, you, you it, i think you
0: do do i really don't the psychic reading is just one bit of new exclusive patreon content coming soon we have a ghost sex update for the price of a craft beer you get all that plus a welcome gift podcast shout out and free monthly prize draws also i don't know the podcast patreon makes the perfect christmas present And we're back. And so is Kelly, Ryan, and Sonia. It looks like some poor bastard had to clean up Annie's feculence during the break. Let's see what is next. Cheche is next. And his human companion, Grant Sonya. Hi, Grant. So,
2: so Grant, uh, for for those of you who think Grant looks familiar, Grant is the son of our hairstylist, Diane Tagostino.
0: Remember that. He's the son of a hairstylist.
2: And you've made so many appearances since you were a newborn baby mm-hmm. on this show, and now you're a grown man, for heaven's sake! <laughs> what is
3: chinchilla? What is Chacha? Chacha. A, uh, chinchilla? A chinchilla?
0: a chinchilla. a chinchilla.
3: And whose bed does he go on? Uh, he goes on my bed sometimes. Yes, he said he likes that. Yeah.
0: Top chinchilla fact. Chinchillas have the densest fur of any land animal.
3: He said, and, and he's allowed, again, he's allowed to go everywhere in the house. And he said he has nice dishes. eat from yes and he likes the shiny one he likes the one that shines so he said um i'll have another one of those
0: (laughs) he goes grant doesn't look too sure that he knows what she's talking about but what i know is that historically chinchillas lived in an area that included bolivia peru argentina and chile although today wild colonies can only be found in chile
3: and also, where is someone going? Where have you been thinking of going, or someone in your home has been thinking of going?
2: Uh, maybe my sister; she's thinking about going to a new school. So. Yeah,
3: he, he said, is she going to be coming backwards and forwards? Oh, that is she going to be away?
2: Well, that's me. I go. I travel to a uh, oh, school. He,
3: yes, he said. And when are you away?
0: I'm away most of the day, just to school because yeah. Of and and who's the thinking
3: here. of going away overnight somewhere?
0: People do leave their houses, you know. Probably my sister, she's going to a camp. Oh,
3: he's so. upset about that, Uh-oh. very <laughs> upset
0: about it. <laughs> he he doesn't think
3: back. she should go. Shouldn't? Okay. He said, I don't think she could go, and I'm her favourite, he says. <laughs> and he said, she's always changing her hair. Uh. Oh, he said, she I look and I think, God, Dad, she's done her hair different again, he said. <laughs> and he said that you talk to him all the
0: time. Their mother is a TV hairstylist, as we learned earlier, so that's a pretty safe bet. Dear, he said, dear. you
3: never stop talking to... He knows everything you say, he tells me. <laughs> and he said, you're very particular about the shoes you wear. Shoes? And you're very particular about your hair, he said. That's you like. true. <laughs> he says, they're the two things that you're really, really concerned about. And he said, and he thinks you're very handsome.
0: Why is this chinchilla so concerned with hair, shoes and looks? Well, maybe it's because chinchillas become easily distressed, which can be exhibited with fur chewing, and excessive grooming behaviour that can lead to uneven patches of fur. But that's all we get from Grant and his shallow looks obsessed chinchilla. Come
1: comes Duncan. Oh my gosh. He's oh, so my, my little pony. Nice.
3: hi. Oh, nice. oh, no. Hi. Wow. Nice. Yes. Nice. wow.
0: <laughs> Duncan is a tiny horse, about the size of a large dog, and he's wearing weird horse converse shoes on his hooves
3: doing here he <laughs> and I tell him what he's doing here <laughs> see,
1: see, see, see. and he, he said he doesn't always sneakers. wear these yes he always wears them he so. said
3: I always wear those he said yeah. And he said, I quite like them. And where does he have some other
0: ones? Uh, he has about four or five different yeah, he
3: colours. He'll have a few more pairs. He said. Okay. He said these aren't my only ones, but he said I like these because they match. <laughs> and he said I like these a lot. And he said that God, you boy. give him really fresh carrots. Yes, we do. I don't like them when they're stale. Yeah. I like them when they're fresh, and you cut them up for him. He said.
0: I think it's a safe bet that Duncan's owner has a weird hoof fetish and he would never give Duncan stale carrots. This is obviously the most spoilt little horse on the planet.
3: And where does he see another horse?
2: Uh,
4: He actually lives with another horse at, uh, at my farm.
3: Yes, he says, and why isn't he here? And he said, what's more, he says, he's a bit bossy, the other one.
0: Oh, he's a shy pony. Oh, he so he's very
3: around, he says. Yeah. And he said, it's nice to have a break from him. He yeah. said, even oh, though he wants yes. him here, yeah. it's also nice to have a break from him because he's the rudest horse I've ever met. Oh, okay. And he said, but he said, he likes me. He likes me sometimes. He's a good boy. And he he's says, and when did you give him a bath?
0: Uh, last night. Well, of course this over-pampered equine is going to get a bath before appearing on TV. And Sonia did that thing all the shitty psychics do. She asked the guy when it was instead of saying it herself.
3: Yeah, I don't want that again, he says. <laughs> 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 oh, <want> <laughs> boy, and where's the blue bucket? Uh, in his stall. Yeah, he loves the blue bucket, okay. he said. And he Very said good. he likes what you put in it. And okay. could he have another one? He <laughs> said <"I> he <laughs> have another blue bucket. I want one another in the blue bucket. Yeah, no kidding.
0: Wow. Who would have thought that if you have a horse in your house, then you're going to have buckets? But that's it for Duncan and his probably perverted owner. Now it's time for Kelly and Ryan's pets. I'm gonna go get
1: I'm
3: gonna, Georgia. Go get Georgia. Get
1: Georgia.
3: Yeah. Okay. So. Yeah. Ryan's going to go get Georgia.
0: Yes. His dog. Gonna, they have a oh. No. Georgia. Come on, Georgia. Hi, Georgia. Georgia. Hi, baby. Georgia, sit. Georgia, sit. Georgia, sit. Good girl. Ryan's dog is a beautiful black lab and he looks like a good boy
3: and he said you saved his life you rescued him you saved his life he said and it's the best life I could have and why are you always so busy he said you're always thinking of things (laughs) he said you you think faster than anybody knows and you're always thinking of doing things he said
0: this is news to no one as I said, Ryan is on every single TV show.
3: And you're always busy thinking of this, thinking of that. He's never known anyone think of so many things as you do. But he said you always have time for him. Aww. Oh, he said you always have time for him. And you love him better than anyone else in the whole worldwide world, he says.
0: A whole worldwide world?
3: Does Georgia like the city? It took a bit of getting used to. Mm, mm-hmm. It's yeah. taken a bit of getting used to, he said. He said it was, oh, he said it was so noisy. He said, I'm getting better, but I think I could still get a bit better, he says. Yeah.
2: I think you might be reading Ryan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure yeah. you're not reading Ryan? <laughs> he says, but I'll come here
3: again.
0: Dog thinks the city is noisy. Absolutely staggering.
1: Oh. Hey,
3: could you take him to work every day, he says.
1: Oh, I would love that. Oh. We'll get a stool for Georgia, oh, yeah. all right? He said, we'll think. Right.
3: He said, I definitely want to I'll I'll take, I'm okay. going to take
2: Georgia
1: okay, back, take and Georgia. I'll go get Chewy, okay? Chewy. All right, bye, okay. Georgia. I'll see you
2: later.
1: Come
0: on, come on, baby. <laughs> okay. 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 Oh, that's it for Georgia. I was hoping the dog could spill the beans on Brian's private life. But up next is Kelly's dog, Chewy, a little furball that does not look as well-behaved as Georgia.
2: She wants to eat the uh, goat the, poop, yeah. I can tell you right now. Here you go. Hi, come on, let's go see Sonia. Let's go <laughs> see Sonia. Let's go see Sonia. Oh. Do you remember Sonia?
3: And she likes having her bows. Yeah, she does. She loves having her oh, bows. She said, I like that, she said. And she said, um, she said, your children love her. Yeah. And the youngest one lies on the floor and rolls all over with her.
0: Everybody loves this dog. It is unbelievably cute.
3: That is and, true. And I'm the, their favourite dog, she goes. And where does she see a black dog sometimes? Well, probably in Georgia. Oh, just yes, now. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. So mm-hmm. she says, I like that dog too. Yeah, she yeah. said, I'm very friendly.
0: Did Sonia think we'd just forgotten about Georgia?
3: Yeah. She said, I love people, I love dogs, and she said, I love my mum best. Aww. And my mum loves me, she oh, said, and you're true. always talking to her. That's true. And she said, she also has a number of names. She does? Yes, she yeah. said. I have a lot of names. She
2: did, well, she was born with a different name, and then we renamed her.
3: So, yeah, and, said, but we do call her a lot of different yes, names. Yes, she said, the children do too. Yeah, they do. And she said, they all love me. And she said, and I just am so happy every day. Oh,
0: good. Who'd have thought that a dog belonging to an incredibly rich TV personality would be happy? That furry little shit probably eats better than I do. But that's it for Sonia and the menagerie on Kelly and Ryan. So far we've only heard from living animals and let's face it, they haven't had anything remotely interesting to say. Now we're gonna have a guy that talks to dead animals. Gordon Smith went on this morning with Philip and Holly and straight from the start, you can tell that Philip is a tad skeptical.
1: When you contact these animals, um, do they speak to you? (laughs) I wish. No. Um, Then how does he know what they're saying? As a medium, not even um, our loved ones speak when they come through. Not always. Uh, You may get a sense of a person, a sense of their height, their look, how they lived, how they died. Animals are similar. But, um, you know, you can get a description of, I sense a cat. You know, all of a sudden I see a cat here, a big Siamese cat. Something like that.
0: Maybe he is just
1: seeing cats. Right. And you'll know it's a Siamese cat because, wow, it's I just can, jumped up here. Can, so can, can you conjure up, you know, sort of the spirits of, of anyone's pets? No. I, the, the, the the difference here, Phil, is that y- you have to have a loving connection between a person and the animal or a person and their loved one on the other side. So if somebody said, could I sit down and contact Elvis or JFK, sure. I can't. What about my my pet?
0: Notice Sly Philip says pet and doesn't say what a type of animal it is.
1: Your pet? Yeah. If if I was doing a reading for you, yeah, then there's every chance. Or if it'd
0: given him money to do a reading.
1: But you might not just get your pet. I'm not an animal reader. I, I'm a medium, so I will tune into people's loved ones. Quite often, they will bring with them a family pet, who was part of the family.
2: Have you got any messages from any of our pets?
1: Am I allowed to do that on air? To get... Oh well, well, well you I... could say. I mean, you could say. You know, if if my oh. pet said anything.
0: Philip is still just saying pet.
1: I wouldn't hear it, but I I get the sense of of animals. I mean, I I can sense... I I wasn't joking when I said I sensed a big cat jumping up here, but that was all, just the sense of it. Oh, right, okay. I can't tell you anything. I didn't hear anything. Um, And how I would do that would be, if I were doing the reading then, I would tune in and say it was someone else in your family that came through and I would get a sense of what they were saying. The cat's fine now, da da da
0: Well, that just sounds like a bunch of bullshit.
1: Okay, well we've got um, we've
3: beforehand we got we got some people that wrote in so you could do this. So you yeah. are not doing it on air. Um, Kaylee says I'm we're chron- not allowed
0: to do it live. Yeah. By no, right, in case you're No, which is why it.
3: we sort of didn't do this before.
0: I wonder why they're not allowed to do readings live on air.
3: So Kaylee says I'm chronically ill and I've been uh, for the last four years. My cat Dexter kept me going through my illness. Last week I had to have Dexter put down as he suffered with a heart condition. And I've been struggling to come to terms with the loss. I just want to know if Dexter has a message for me.
0: Poor Dexter. He stuck with that woman and nursed her through her sickness. Then as soon as Dexter gets so much of a cough, it's lights out for Dexter.
1: What does Dexter say? Well, um, the, the first thing, if I look at my crazy notes that I took down, and that was for Keely, wasn't it?
3: Yeah, Keely yeah, I and Dexter.
1: Um, oh, my goodness, I've lost Keely's notes. Oh, yeah. should we come back to that one? Maybe a spirit has taken them.
0: <laughs> Philip fucking hates this guy. You can see it. Philip won't even look at him. His normally smiling face is totally blank.
1: The spirits have taken Kayleigh's notes. Do you want to come back? Which one have you got? No, then? I've got them. You've got them. Kaylee's notes here. Yeah, because I don't once I've done the reading, Holly, it's difficult for me. I mean I did five of these. Yeah. It's hard to remember all the details. No, no, fair no, enough. Enough. I made no, no, little no. scribbles if you don't mind. Um yeah. Uh, as soon as I tuned in uh, to to Kaylee's voice on the phone, um, I, I picked up um, the the image of the cat and I described him as kind of mixed coloured cat, but he had a kind of tigery look on his face. Mm-hmm. and he had lots of white underneath and
0: so your average cat.
1: So I gave a description of what I thought, thought the cat. Before you like. saw sure saw that picture, obviously.
0: Wow, Phil is not going to let him get away with anything.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I've been given a description yeah. of. Who it is and what they've lost and what does Dex what did dexter say well um the first thing i've got here uh, was that he was with her grandfather right the, the grandfather was there when dexter died the grandfather was looking after so then a message came from the grandfather talking about that um she was away from home recently but he was watching over her okay. and um basically described that she was going into a new relationship or something in her life and that's where she should concentrate ah. and take her mind away from so the, it was grief. the grandfather that gave the information not dexter not dexter but
0: but we want to know what the cat said not some random granddad
1: then, then there was an image of Dexter who, who came in and I felt the, the pain the animal was in before before it passed. But also I felt a condition in its neck. And I said, this cat could never wear a collar because it had something chronically wrong with its neck, which it did. Oh, right, so it was right. just picking up from directly from the animal's condition, which as a medium you can pick up quite often yeah. how somebody dies or how they're ill. So that was something.
0: But not much really.
1: And, and really there was a lot about this cat was only with her for one year um, and it died very kind of suddenly.
0: It did die suddenly. One trip to the vet and whoosh.
1: So there was a lot of kind of grief there and, and misunderstanding of the grief. Mm-hmm. Well, let's, uh, let's uh, uh, mention Karen then. Uh, she said Merlin was my Scottish Deerhound who uh, died at the age of seven about three years ago. I took the decision to put him down straight away after we found out he had bone cancer. I'd like to know if he forgives me for doing Aww. this and has a message for me. Okay. I'm
0: not sure I'd want to hear that message. I mean, if I was Merlin, I'd give her both barrels, but maybe a deer hound is more forgiving than me.
1: Yes, Um. Uh, the lovely thing was I saw this beautiful big dog and I saw it running. And the, the feeling was that whatever the illness was that was wrong with the dog, it would have stopped or impaired its mobility.
0: Well, obviously, you're not going to whack your dog when it can still run around.
1: So the message was that she did the right thing, because the dog would have there would have been such a you know a loss of mobility. Yeah. Um, the other thing was uh, was that uh, she would recently lost a border collie, and the border collie was with. Uh, ah. the, dog. the two of them were playing together and I described the fields that they actually played on. These flat grounds rather than heaths or hills or moors. But it was totally flat and this big dog was running and the other one was a barker. She barked. Oh. It was a female. And I described both dogs and was a collie because she said, was it an English sheepdog? I said, no, it's a collie. And she said, well, she's just died. But, but, uh, just right, just but did I Merlin forgive her for, do, for doing that? Absolutely, it? because th- that was the reason that for her... Um, her fear was had she kept the dog alive there was something wrong with its foot or its Mm. leg and they might have had to amputate which I didn't know and I said this dog would have not wanted to lose its mobility so for you to be brave enough and to love it enough to do that and take the responsibility so there was forgiveness there if you want to call it
0: Well Merlin is a better person than me then and I guess Phil couldn't take any more because that's where it fades out Episode Episode 56. 56 Pet, Pet the epilogue. So, what have we learnt this week? We learnt that Ollie the dog gives some creepy advice.
2: He says to center yourself in your body and feel your mom and dad touch you. Hmm. Hmm.
0: We learnt that animals will take a shit without even telling you, even telepathically.
2: No, really.
3: Espresso
1: <laughs> beans, anyone?
0: <laughs> and we learnt that Philip Schofield hates pet psychics. Well, Scottish ones anyway.
1: Um, oh my goodness, I've lost Keeley's notes. Oh, should so yeah, we come back to that maybe one? Maybe a spirit has taken them.
0: Being a pet psychic must be really easy. You just have to say that the animal really likes food or something else that the species in question is known to like. And they're just having a bit of fun, right? Well, No. They're still conning people, and they all say they can talk to dead animals, which is taking advantage of people who are still grieving. Laura is a terrible person. According to her website, she can communicate telepathically with live and dead pets, which doesn't seem so bad at first. But she also claims she can communicate with deceased relatives and loved ones, which is bad, but no worse than other psychics. What is really bad is she says she can talk telepathically with the severely disabled and loved ones who are in comas or have locked-in syndrome. And she charges up to $700 for that. And you know what? Philip Schofield always seems like a nice person. He's always smiling and happy, and usually shows great empathy with his guests. So, if he hates pet psychics, and he obviously does, then I hate them too. Thank you to our new patrons, who are Todd X, Sean Watson, Mike Henry of Bandology with Mike and John, Amelia Childs of Ghost Hunting in New England, and Jamie Miller of Surf City Bake Shop Huntington Beach. Also, thanks to our graphic designer, Raymond Roel of Project Raven Creative. Thanks for listening and tune in the game to find out what else I don't know.
1: Good job.